Your Partner in Success Radio is a free business podcast with host Denise Griffiths. It's all about great stories, conversation, and context to help you move your business and life forward with actionable tips and advice from her guest experts. To listen and subscribe, just find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you consume your podcasts. Welcome to your Partner in Success Radio. This is where top performers share their secrets to help you achieve your personal and professional goals. I'm your host, Denise Griffiths, and together with my incredible guests, we bring you inspiring and actionable insights to take your life and your business to the next level. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ranked in the top 2% globally, this podcast really is a must listen. So let's dive in. And today, this is an exciting podcast for me. I can't wait. Today we delve into the pressing question of why an increasing number of individuals are experiencing high levels of stress and anxiety. There's so many reasons. We know the the global nature of this phenomenon and its profound implications in life expectancy. But fear not, as we uncover the power of meditation as a solution and offer insights into how we can assist anyone embracing this transformative practice, you're going to discover the numerous benefits of meditation, which I freely admit I suck at, and why it holds such incredible potential for personal growth and well-being. So sit back, relax, and prepare to explore the answers to these questions. And my guest today is Greg Goldberg. He's a technologist and certified vibroacoustic therapy practitioner, which, again, I didn't know anything about until we had our pre-interview. It's fascinating. And he is on a quest to help humanity achieve a deeper sense of inner calmness through the use of sound and vibration. His work is backed by 40 years of research, and as a patented inventor, he is constantly exploring new ways to help people reduce stress and anxiety and heal and transform their lives for the better. Craig, good morning. Welcome to your Parking Success Radio. Good morning, Denise, and thank you so much for having me here. I am pumped for this conversation. So am I. You know, we had this terrific pre-interview, which I do with all of my guests. Mm. I had never heard of what it is that, that you're going to share today. Mm. But I do know that meditation, I have a squirrel brain. I freely admit it. And two things happen when I try to do the old-fashioned you know, meditation. I either start drooling because I just fell over and went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah my squirrel brain takes over and I start building my grocery list. And it's probably my Thanksgiving grocery list, which may have been two days ago. So mm-hmm. I have had to find different ways to, to meditate. And what you offer, what you're talking about, is fascinating to me. Well, thank you very much. First of all, uh, everybody has a squirrel brain. At least everybody that's <laughs> on the line right now, me and you. I have a squirrel brain. Um, the brain doesn't know how to do anything else except think. Okay. So, so sitting down in a quiet space, trying to think your way out of not thinking, which is what most people think meditation is, is near, it's impossible. It is not possible. It is. Be more clear. I can't do it. Your brain doesn't know how not to think as much as your heart does not know how to beat. Okay. So it's really important that as, as we think about meditation, quieting your mind is one thing. Allowing the thoughts to flow through it is another. 
But sitting down and emptying your mind and not thinking about anything is not the goal. And it's a very common misconception. And it makes the battle for reaching that meditative state near impossible because it's, it's just not possible. Your brain doesn't know how to do anything else except think. <laughs> so we all have that squirrel brain. We all have those thoughts that are running through our, our head. And we certainly have some solutions and I think some education, more importantly, some education around what's happening when we sit down to meditate, the science of mindfulness, what the goal actually the goal is, actually. why it's so powerful. And, and we're going to cover a lot in the next 40, 50 minutes, 55 minutes or so. And I am excited and honored to be here. Like I warned you, you're going to be doing all the talking. I'm going to be taking <laughs> notes because I don't want to interrupt your flow. But I will tell you, the only way I have learned, to, and I, I tell this story all the time because it's true, I found out some years ago that if you open your refrigerator door and you stick your head in there, you have emptied out your mind. You don't know how you got there. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know why that door is open. And I do this deliberately multiple times a day. I will go open of double doors. I stick as much of my body in there as I can. I cool down. I live in the humid south. Mm-hmm. And I just empty my brain out. And it's really mm-hmm. refreshing. It may only be 10. Well, I'll tell you when I stop is when the doors start beeping and say, can you close this? The very mm-hmm. smart doors. But that's the only time I can really rest my brain. And as you say, I can't not think. But if, mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm stuck in the refrigerator, I'm not thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, cold, cold plunge and, and cold therapy is, is huge right now, uh, particularly in the, in the field of optimal human performance and biohacking. So it sounds like we need to get you a, a cold plunge and maybe you need to start uh, you know, turning that shower all the way to the I, cold. I do. I actually mm-hmm. do that already. I, when I take a shower and that's where I do a lot of my thinking. In fact, I take bathtub crayons in with me because I get all kinds of downloads. And I take showers. I have waterproof paper and a pencil in my shower Uh as well. Isn't that smart of us? We're so smart. But Mm -hmm. I will take a a shower hot enough to steam cabbage. But then when I'm ready to get out, I switch. I don't even, you know, ratchet it down. I just go immediately to cold. And then I'm awake. I'm back to awake. So I'm doing that already. Yeah. Very good for you. Uh, there's a lot of science on cold therapy right now. 11 minutes of cold therapy exposure uh, per week has a dramatic yeah. impact on all-cause mortality. Uh, this is scientific research and studies that's coming out right now. It's, it's actually quite remarkable, um, particularly on your head and, and chest um, in particular. So the shower works really well as a starting point but ultimately immersing yourself in cold therapy for 11 minutes per week. So three minutes here, three minutes there, three minutes there, right? Another two minutes and you get to 11. So um, yeah, a lot of very interesting science. There's uh, one of the longest running studies on hot therapy, heat therapy, out of Finland on uh, that of the sauna and its impact on our physiology as well. Also dramatic reduction in all cause mortality with um, I believe it's, I, I believe it's, four 20-minute sessions, four days a week, something like that. Hmm. Unbelievable impact on longevity, life extension, yeah. and You're the quality of your life. Back. I can tell already we're not going to make it all the way through this, but before, <laughs> I've already warned you, normally I wait until the end of the show and say, can you come back? And I do it on the radio, so you can't tell me no, but this is a really important topic. And Let's go. I'm in. I'll come back. 
Let's do it. I love it. This is what I live for, really. Before we get too deep into it, tell people who you are and why you do what you do. I am going to mute myself so I don't interrupt more than I mm-hmm. you know, normally do because I really want you to share. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So, you know, I think my story is like a lot of folks that get into the field that I'm in, which is optimal human performance, longevity, anti-aging, and striving for the best quality of life I can possibly have. I think if you sat down and you asked 100 Americans or 1,000 Americans if if they'd rather feel better today than they did yesterday and better tomorrow than they did today, I think everybody's going to say, well, yeah, I want to feel better tomorrow than I did today. Sure. I want to feel better today than I did yesterday. Nobody wakes up thinking they want to feel worse. So I, this whole journey for me started about 11 years ago, 12 years ago. My wife got sick, doc after doc. Nobody could tell us what was wrong. Test after test, specialist after specialist. Uh, everything came back negative. And in the end, it wound up being gluten. We removed gluten from my wife's diet 100%. And within 72 hours, all of the symptoms she was dealing with went away. And this was obviously something that caught us off guard. All the doctors said, no, it can't be diet related. And no, it has to, you know, there's something else going on here. And we need to figure out what it is. And Obviously, we were floored to find out that it was food-related, and, and we know a lot more. This is 11 years ago, right? We know a lot more about gluten sensitivity. We know a lot more about celiac. We know a lot more about dairy and the inflammatory response that it causes. But back then, we didn't know much. So we cut gluten out of our diet. Uh, over the next six months, not eating gluten at all, no breads, no pasta, um, nothing that has gluten in it. Uh, my wife got better, and I got worse. And this was particularly curious for me because I had a fever, low-grade fever that would come and go. I had a a cough, almost like cold, uh, like a cold-like symptom uh, for six months. I had actually for nine months. I had um, sneezing uh, and almost like allergy-like reaction that would come and go in between the cold (laughs) symptoms that I would show. It was really wild. I wasn't I wasn't ill. I was, I was simply showing these symptoms and it was really curious to me. So I remember we were planning our weddings and I was laying in bed one Sunday morning and I'm doing research on the immune system and gluten sensitivity and, and just trying to figure out what's going on and, and how I could write myself. And over and over and over again, genetically modified organisms kept coming up and genetically modified food. I didn't really know what that was. So I began to research that. I was horrified at what I found, horrified and how they actually genetically modify our food, which is a whole other conversation. But I made a decision right then and there that I was not going to eat genetically modified food, that I was only going to eat organic, that I was going to be very particular and very specific about knowing what chemical compounds I'm putting in my body, what pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides are on my food, because many of them are negatively impacting how your body operates. And And any one of them by themselves, probably not harmful. But when thousands of these chemicals are in all of the things you eat, put on your skin, lotions, potions, perfumes, colognes, and of course, hang out in the air around you, the Glade plug-ins, the, right, all of the different air fresheners, perfumes, colognes, and, and, uh, and that sort of thing. 
it becomes death by a thousand cuts and your body cannot keep up with the toxic load that it's presented with. And this is what I learned over years of, of science and research. Eventually we got introduced to essential oils as a way to smell good and, and to, and to uh, utilize them from a medicinal standpoint. We began traveling the country, teaching, training, and educating on the efficacy of essential oils. And we would go to these yoga retreats and these conferences and trade shows, and there would be these sound therapists there, sound, sound, sound baths. And I became enamored with it. I, I didn't understand what I understand now about sound and frequency and its impact on our physiology. But I knew 45 minutes to an hour of laying in front of these magical human beings playing these incredible instruments, acoustic instruments, bells, chimes, gongs, didgeridoo, those types of things, drums. I felt fantastic. I would take a nap and I would wake up feeling rejuvenated, cleansed, clean, clear, and ready to charge my talk and ready to charge what we were doing there, me and my wife. And fast forward months later, and I was introduced to my now business partner, Dominic Carnavali. He had made our first sound lounge. This was November of 2016. And he had created what I wanted to create, which was a sound therapy experience on tap that I can have in my home when I want it, when I need it, without having to either hire or go find somebody that can play or frankly, buying the instrument myself and then playing it, which certainly provides value and benefit, but I'd like to relax and not worry about that. Okay, so I, somebody I, just, I, okay, I'm sorry yeah, I have to interrupt. Yeah. Somebody just asked me a question. I know what you're talking about because we've spoken before, but the question was, what is a sound lounge? This person immediately thought, I have to baffle my, a room in my house. I have to create a room, and that's not it at all. So how no, 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 no. So, yeah, sound lounge, uh, Not don't think of a lounge as a room. Think of a lounge as like a chaise lounge, like a, a piece of furniture that you would sit on. So difficult to do over radio, but we're going to do it nonetheless. Um, when you, if you're familiar with, a, a stereo speaker. Let's keep this really simple and really basic. In that stereo speaker, let's go back to the 70s, 80s, or 90s when we had these big speakers, right? Not these tiny little Sonos or uh, Bose, you know, speakers that sound amazing but fit into a tight package. But these bigger speakers, like think of like a 15-inch kicker that you'd find in in the trunk of a car. You're looking at the cone of the speaker. That's what moves in and out in an exposed speaker. Behind there is a driver. That driver is a magnet. That magnet is moving at a certain number of oscillations or vibrations per second. 20 oscillations per second is at 20 hertz frequency. And we'll talk about frequency in a moment. That driver is also called a, a tactile transducer. And that tactile transducer basically translates sound into vibration. And when you lay on that, so not a speaker. The way that a speaker works, most people don't realize that sound is actually changes in pressure. What your ear is picking up on is changes in pressure. And what that speaker is doing and that cone is doing is changing the and, and impacting the molecules of air between you and the speaker such that it's moving them and they're crashing into one another until they crash into your ear. And that translates into your body as an electrical signal and, and ultimately as a hearing that sound wave. Um, when you're at a nightclub or when you're in that car that has that bass and you can feel it, 
the reason you can feel it is because of these tactile transducers, uh, I'm sorry, because of these mechanoreceptors that are in your skin that translate changes in pressure to the brain. Um, again, very technical, but the reality is when you're standing in front of that speaker, you are feeling the vibrations of that low end frequency. And that's basically exactly what we're doing, except we're not projecting the sound through the air. We're connecting you to the sound because you're laying on directly on this tactile transducer and it is literally vibrating every cell in your body. We pair that with a high quality set of headphones. So you are hearing the same frequencies that you are feeling. And this creates this three dimensional, fully immersive sound experience that makes you feel as though and perceive as though you're inside the music. Now, when we play our specific frequencies and music, our music meditations that we make through in harmony and our content creator, who's a very talented musician. Now, all of a sudden we can take your mind, body and spirit on a journey. We can drop you into a relaxed state. We can drop you into a meditative state. We can take you in and out of different brainwave states, which is really healthy for the body. And we could talk about that too. But most importantly, we can take you from stressed and anxious to calm and relaxed. <laughs> and, and this is my quest. My quest is to teach people why achieving calmness in their life is healthier and why we as Americans need to relax and, and why we're not relaxed. And all of the different triggers in this beautiful, amazing, incredible society that we have co-created that are designed to stimulate, to trigger and to keep us in that sympathetic nervous system response. And by and large, anything on television, with a few exceptions, documentaries, docuseries, that sort of thing. 100%. Turn it off. For years, turn it off. I cut turn it off. 12 years the, ago. The news, is, the news cycle, the endless news cycle, the 24-hour news cycle is absolutely horrendous for your nervous system. Forget oh, about the trash. mind. It's trash. So here's what most people don't realize. Okay, so we have this nervous system. Okay, it's designed to save our lives. Let's keep television out of it just for a second. You're just a regular human going about your day in, in, in Baton Rouge or, or any place USA. You have a conscious perception of what's happening around you. And your conscious mind can process four bits of information per second. Four. One, two, three, four. Four. Your subconscious, meaning the, your nervous system and your body, can process four billion bits of information per second Four conscious mind, 4 billion subconscious mind. No wonder um, we're so twitchy um, all the time. It's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Parts of your brain decide what to filter out because obviously you can't handle 4 billion bits of information. I'll give you a great example. Right now you don't feel your clothes until I said, feel your clothes. And then all of a sudden the that's exactly what happened. I went, oh, okay, you know, that little crease in my, my jeans is bothering me. Let me move that. Right. So the reticular activator system of the brain basically filters out what's relative and what is. And there's a couple of other aspects of your brain that do that as well. Four billion bits of information versus four. Okay. So when you walk into a room, your nervous system is constantly evaluating everything that's happening in that room. It's evaluating the energetics. It's evaluating the electromagnetic fields. It's evaluating the other humans that are there, the sounds, the vibrations, a whole bunch of stuff that you can't pick up on consciously are being evaluated by your nervous system. If your nervous system de decides something is a threat to your well-being, 
it triggers something called a sympathetic nervous system response or fight or flight. This is, a, this is a defense mechanism that is designed to save your life. And a lot of people in my field like to talk about, you know, this developing hundreds of thousands of years ago when, you know, you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger. And those are great examples. And yes, they're right. But let's take it more relative. All right. I live here in Las Vegas. Okay. So let's say I'm walking down the strip and I'm walking home after having dinner with friends and family. And I'm walking to the next hotel to, because uh, my car is parked there. Okay. And all of a sudden I take a right into the parking garage and I go from a crowded strip and casino to a quiet parking garage. And, and I notice somebody in my periphery wearing a, you know, all black and a, and a, and a hoodie and a mask, which isn't so odd given the last three and a half years, right? Um, sunglasses at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. And they're walking quickly, right? Directly at me. Okay. Your spidey sense goes off. That spidey sense is your sympathetic nervous system response. This is, again, that defense mechanism that brings you from calm and relaxed, from rest and digest, from parasympathetic nervous system response into fight or flight as a defense mechanism. A few things happen in this scenario, and this is very relative to um, how we live our lives and why this is so detrimental. This is the crux of, of why we need to find relaxation and calmness in our, in our lives. And there's lots of different ways we can do that. And I'll talk about that too. As this, as this person is walking to me, might, might not even be a threat. Okay. He might be walking to his car, which happens to be parked next to mine. <laughs> right. But this person has done nothing to me yet, except walked directly towards me or behind me and is, and is gaining on me. Okay. That spidey sense goes off. My nervous system identifies that threat or thinks it might be a threat. It increases the release of cortisol, the stress hormone. It increases the release of adrenaline into my bloodstream. The cortisol makes me hyper-focused, awake, and aware. The adrenaline diverts energy from maintenance processes in the body and focuses them on, turns off those maintenance processes and focuses that energy on the major muscle groups of the body my hamstrings, my quads, my back muscles, my chest, my biceps, my triceps, so that I can run or I can fight. This flow of biochemicals in the body does, does four things that are worth mentioning. It does a, a heck of a lot more, but let's start with four. It turns off my rational thinking. This one's really important. When you're in fight or flight, you're not thinking rationally. <laughs> if you've ever dealt with somebody who's being irrational, you know how difficult that can be, <laughs> but you're not thinking rationally. You're making decisions, but they're not rational decisions. turns off your immune system. Your body says, I don't need to fight off viruses and bacteria. I need to save my life. I need all the energy that I can muster for that. turns off digestion. So now it doesn't matter how clean, how organic, how many supplements you took that day. If you're in fight or flight, your body is not digesting food properly. It turns that process off. turns off your reproductive organs. I know so many people trying to get pregnant and can't stress and anxiety is the reason, one of the reasons for that potentially that you need to look into because the body says, I don't need to procreate right now. I need to save my life because if I don't save my life, I can't procreate. And, um, and obviously this wreaks havoc on your adrenals and a whole bunch of other hormonal processes in the body. But if you're in fight or flight and it's because that man is, is encroaching on you. Okay. Now, as he walks to his car, unlocks it, gets in it, and drives off, and, and my nervous system then identifies him not as a threat, it begins to trigger the chemical cascades associated with calm and relaxed. 
And that's how that process is supposed to work. You drift, spend most of your time in a parasympathetic nervous system response, calm and relaxed, rest and digest. A threat is evaluated. You drift into fight or flight so that you can deal with that situation and you drift back. Unfortunately, so many of us, myself included, live in fight or flight all day long, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out. And as you can see, without rational thinking, digestion, the ability to procreate and reproduce, and of course your immune system, you are ill-equipped to handle the day-to-day trials and tribulations of this beautiful thing we call life. And if you're walking around in a fight-or-flight state from the moment you wake up till the moment you go to bed, for a variety of different reasons, emails from your boss or customers, um, uh, uh, an issue with your spouse at home, an uncomfortable living situation, a, a roommate that won't move out, a landlord that, that won't stop pestering, right? Like insert stressful situation here, and we've got tons of them. Your brain is constantly evaluating and looking for threats. Your brain is constant. I'm going to say this again. Your brain is constantly evaluating and looking for threats. Your brain is not trained to look for the good. It's actually trained to look for the bad because the bad is what keeps you alive. Avoiding the bad is what keeps you alive. So meditation, calmness, relaxation, these are all practices that allow you to hold on to these processes, hold on to rational thinking, hold on to and maintain good digestion, maintain your immune system, maintain reproductive ability, keep yourself in calm and relaxed so that you can handle life more efficiently, more effectively. And we all know this to be true. We all know that when you wake up on the right side of the bed and you're feeling calm and relaxed, you didn't go to your phone right away. You had your morning routine. You got your breakfast in. You got your coffee. You got uh, some birds chirping and some sunshine, and you feel great about the day, and you're presented with something negative. You handle it way better than if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, opened up your phone, checked an email or a text message from a loved one or somebody at work, and it threw you into a tailspin. And now you're in this bad mood, in this stressed state. And you're presented with that same situation, you're not going to handle it as well as if you were calm and relaxed. You're stressed and anxious. And when you're stressed and anxious, everything makes you more stressed and more anxious. It's this debilitating downward spiral. And we need a way to break that. A regular meditative practice can help you to break that. As we started to talk about when we first opened up, meditation can be difficult for a lot of people. And, and I'm raising my hand right now to say I am one, I am one of those people. Yep, me too. So meditation and mindfulness becomes a practice that you can apply any time in your life that you need to feel calm and relaxed, that you start to feel triggered, that you start to feel stressed and anxious, that you start to notice that you're breathing shallow, that your heart rate is increasing, that your blood pressure is increasing, that you're beginning to show signs of that adrenaline and cortisol flowing through your blood because you're triggered. And it gives you a moment to take a deep breath. Identify what that threat that's causing you, what that trigger is that's causing you, whether it's an email, a phone call, a person's energy. Look, just somebody sitting down with you at a, at a public restaurant that's, that's in an anxious state will trigger your nervous system. <laughs> so sometimes it's not always your fault. Sometimes it's not always about what's happening in your world. There are plenty of times where I've gotten up and changed where I'm sitting because somebody I didn't want to sit next to was sitting near me. 
We need to be cognizant of so many different things. And once you have this awareness, once you have these tools of a regular meditative practice of, of living in that calm and relaxed state, you become so much more aware of your surroundings and you have so many more tools at your fingertips about how you can get back into that calm and relaxed state. So I know I just touched on a lot and there's, there's a lot there to unpack, but this is really the crux of what is wrong with America. Look, here are the statistics. When you look at the top 10 reasons why Americans die, all cause mortality, let's forget about the pandemic and everything else that's going on. I'm just talking about the top 10 reasons why people pass in the United States. Six of them are rooted in stress and anxiety. Six of them are amplified by living a stressful life. So finding your calm, finding relaxation, finding ways to truly relax. I don't mean like laying on the, the couch watching YouTube or, or watching television because television is designed to trigger. Let's dive into that for a second. Okay. News. First of all, sound and frequency and light has a dramatic impact on your body. We are light beings. Our eyes are light sensors. We have light sensors in our skin. We also have mechanoreceptors in our skin that pick up on sound and vibration. So we, not, we don't only hear through our ears. We actually hear through our skin as well. 30% of your hearing comes through your eyes. We can talk about that for a moment as well. In directing that reticular activator system on what's important for you to focus on and hear. Because again, your body, when you sit down in that restaurant, your body is listening to every conversation in that restaurant. 4 billion inputs per second. The reticular activator system, as Denise and I are having coffee in a busy coffee shop, the reticular activator system with your eyes focused on me and my eyes focused on you, Denise, is telling me that what Denise is saying is important and focus on her words and, and push everybody else into the background. And that's what it does in real time. That's why when you hear your name in a conversation, three tables over, you perk up and you go, what? So, we hear with our bodies as well. The television and the programming on that television, they're very smart. They're very savvy. They've been doing this a long time. They know how to hold your attention. The way that they they're hold, your attention, hold your attention. A lot oh, of what is coming through into your living room is straight up vicious. It doesn't, and it does not matter what you're watching. Okay, so look, documentaries, docuseries, educational stuff. Yeah, we could we could talk about that. Absolutely, good content's good content. And I get that, but even good content is still designed to captivate you and keep you there. Okay, so I was talking to my mother-in-law. Um, I love I love my mother-in-law. She's absolutely amazing. Um, my entire other half of my family, my wife, and obviously their entire family is all Turkish. There's a lot going on in Turkish politics right now. And there's a lot to be focused on in Turkish politics right now. They're kind of going through major changes. There was an election. They just said that there's going to be a re-election. They had to go back to L.A. and vote again. There's a lot happening. And there's, frankly, a lot at stake for the Turkish people. My mom, my mother-in-law, watches the news all day long. And her blood pressure is going up because of it. I and it imagine. doesn't matter what they're saying. It's the newscasters' voices, the inflections in their voice. It's the sounds, the dun 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 dun. We're back, and here's what's happening, and here's what you need to know, and here's the fear mongering, and and here's how we're going to captivate our audience with what we're sharing. Okay, so then my mother-in-law says to me, "Well, I'm I'm going to start watching other TV. I'm going to start watching Survivor." And if you're if you've ever watched Survivor, it's it's entertaining, but it's also very stimulating. So. So she said, what's wrong with watching Survivor? And I said, Mom, 
she said, yeah, I'm usually laughing. I'm usually enjoying it. I said, absolutely, you are. The conscious aspect of your mind is enjoying the content that you're watching. However, your nervous system is being stimulated with the music, with the newscasters, with the, the cliffhangers that they leave you on before every commercial break, with the stress of who's going to win, which they edit to manipulate, to create more suspense. So your nervous system is hanging on every word. It's hanging on what's happening next. Even though you might find it stimulating and enjoyable on the surface, your nervous system is actually being triggered while watching it. <laughs> and she had this aha moment where she went, okay. I, I said, mom, look, this is literally what I do. This is my life's work. Like understanding the, immune, the, the, the nervous system and how it interacts with the world is everything. And most of us have no awareness whatsoever around what is stimulating, what is triggering, and what is causing these underlying reasons for our, our stress and our anxiety. And it's a culmination of lots of different things. And this life just continues to pound on. Look, I've got a honey-do list that will not end. I have a to-do list here in my household that will never end. And I'm okay with that. Me and my wife, we talk about it all the time, but we've got this whiteboard of things I need to fix, things that are falling apart, things I need to do. And I cross things off and she adds more things and it just won't end. So I can't possibly get the entire list done. Oh, it's amazing. You, oh, it's you ought to know better. It's never going to stop. There's, something's going to break. Something's going to get moved. Something needs to be sold. It never stops. It never. It Look, uh, registrations for cars come up every year. That means I got to take it to go get smogged. I literally just, I have two vehicles. I've got a Ram truck and a Jeep Grand Cherokee. The Ram truck went in for service. I got a loaner car. Uh, by the time I had to pick up the truck, the Jeep had to go in. I dropped off the Jeep. I kept the loaner car. I literally drove with my Jeep to pick up the Ram and just dropped it off. By the time I picked up the Jeep, the Ram had to go back in. <laughs> I kept the loaner car, dropped off the Ram. And by the time the Ram was done the second time, the Jeep had to go back in. <laughs> It, it, it just doesn't end. Life just, just compounds and grows and goes and goes and goes. And we wear this badge of busyness as a badge of honor. How are you? Busy. We brag about it. How are you doing? Oh, I'm just busy. We're all busy. I have nine email inboxes that don't quit. I have text messages. I have Telegram. I have WhatsApp. I have Slack. I have I have unbelievable amounts and ways to communicate with people. Even as I'm on this call, I'm getting marketing messaging. I'm getting messages from friends and family. All of that is pulling my attention from my own priority list and the things that I need to get done and the things that I need to do. So having a regular meditative practice doesn't have to be more than 11 minutes sitting on my meditation cushion, listening to a music meditation can help you to find calmness in your entire world, in your entire life, keeping you and giving you the ability to decide how to react to stimuli that you're presented with, to the stimuli that your nervous system is presented with, and to the stimuli that your conscious mind is presented with. And this is why it's so important. If you asked me six and a half years ago, that's when I started working with Harmony. if you asked me six and a half years ago to sit down and meditate, I would have laughed at you and said there is no possible way that I can do that. I, I know the benefits. I understand how important it is. But my go, go, go attitude and my inability to quiet my own mind, it's a waste of time. I would rather start attacking my to-do list because if I try and meditate, I'm going to sit down thinking about all the things I could be doing, 
all the things I should be doing, and more importantly, all the things I'm not doing. And that's obviously not the goal of meditation, and that's obviously not the path to a relaxed existence. But when you sit on a meditation cushion or the practitioner or the In Harmony Sound Lounge, you're listening to music. That music and those vibrations and you're feeling the vibrations. The music and the vibrations guides your brain into that meditative state, mainly an alpha brainwave state or a theta brainwave state, even delta or gamma for that matter. But you drift out of beta where your eyes open thinking about the world around you and into these slower and more rejuvenative brainwave states. And you, uh, you get to that meditative state that a monk has been sitting on a mountainside for 20 years trying to attain. I can get you there in five minutes. No joke. That is specifically tested through biometrics and, and EEG and, and, you know, different, um, different measurement tools. So all of a sudden sound and vibration have become this really powerful tool. And it's backed by 40 years of science, as you said in my intro, and there's a lot that goes into vibroacoustic therapy, and we can talk about frequencies and its impact on our physiology. It's an awesome deep dive. But ultimately, it's about relaxation. And let me tell you, when you lay on our InHarmony Sound Lounge, which you go to my website, IamInHarmony.com, you can connect with me on, uh, I see you got the links here for my website, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We're also on TikTok. Uh, literally, we're all over social media right now. And I'm the one that runs it. And I'm the one that's replying to the DMs and replying to the comments. Me personally, that's my role. I want to do that. I look forward to doing that. So I want to connect with people around this. Laying on my InHarmony Sound Lounge that you can find on the website is the most relaxing thing on the planet. There's nothing, there's nothing better, in my opinion. I, I know when we had our, our initial conversation, all I could think was, I want one. And I was whining, I want, I want, but there's mm-hmm. nothing around my area. So... The next time in Houston, I'm in Houston, I'll stop by one of your, your places. And I, I'm yeah. deploying yeah. a friend of mine to head over there and say, go look. Go tell yeah. me about yeah. it. Look, so here's what I'll tell you. We're a growing company. We're a small business. Uh, you can go on our website, and underneath the shop tab, you can search for uh, your location on our InHarmony locator. Those are all affiliates that have agreed to share the tech. Those are not all of our customers. Our customers are customers, and, and we've got our tech all over the world. Um, these are specifically people that have said, hey, Craig, I want to share this with the world. I want more people to have access to it because we're a small business and we're growing. I'm, and I have zero interest in opening up sound lounge centers or in harmony centers all over the world. That's just not our model. I want to focus on manufacturing and distribution. I want to focus on marketing and evangelizing who we are. I don't want to focus on opening up retail locations right now. So if that's something you want to do, let's talk. I'm not interested in that. Instead, I'm interested in getting really good at manufacturing, getting really good at distribution, getting really good at e-commerce, and obviously evangelizing, doing this, talking about why our technology is so important and how everybody can gain access to it. So we do have a 30-day money-back guarantee. I don't want anybody to have our tech that doesn't absolutely love it. Um, We get very little returns. Less than half a percent of our technology comes back. That's next to nothing. One return a month on, on 75 orders, 80 orders a month. It's, um, it's really next to nothing. Uh, and some months we don't get any returns. So we have a 30 day money back guarantee. And, and if we are indeed in an area like Denise, where we looked on the map before uh, this call and there's just nothing around for miles, like hundreds of miles. Uh, so 
Denise has an opportunity in her little corner of, of the universe in the country, and you might also. And if that's the case, I, I, I beg you to please make the investment. I can tell you it's worth every penny. We have financing options for business and consumer credit, 0% financing for 12 months on our website. And, and take the leap. I'm, I'm sure you're going to love it, and you're going to love the way you feel. And, and if you do make the purchase, feel free to reach out to me anytime. Uh, our, our clients and our customers will tell you, uh, I give everybody my cell phone number. So you can literally call me whenever you want. My phone doesn't ring nearly as often as I'd like it to. Uh, I love connecting with owners of our technology. I love the feedback that we get so that we can make ourselves better and we can make our products better. I love okay. the downloads love that people get when they're listening to and experiencing our music meditations as well. So I love hearing those stories of how we impact uh, your world. So yeah, a lot there. I'm super grateful to be here and thank you for letting me share, Denise. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm fascinated by it. I really am. I mean, normally, you know, I'll say at the end of the show, okay, where can people find you? But I'm glad that you brought all this up right now because it's important information. And I absolutely do want to look into becoming an affiliate because Listen, I do everything I can to keep my mind calm. Squirrel brain, not easy. And, you know, I'm concerned about a lot of different things that are going on in the world. Listen, 12 years ago, you know, I would have the TV on. My office is in my home. And this is how I I dumped cable. I had just gotten divorced. I didn't care about TV, but my former husband did. And I just hadn't gotten around to shutting it down. And I would have it on in the, you know, in the, the living room while I was in my office. And I would realize that I was getting angry, irritated, mm. my stomach hurt, because I was listening to the news. 100%. And once, once I realized that it was pissing me off, truly, excuse the language, I, could, you know, I called my cable company. I said, Kelly, oh, no, we can give shut it down. <laughs> but we have this offer and we're doing this special. Yeah. <laughs> no, Be shut scared. it down. Look, again, 4 billion bits of information per second. So that TV being in the other room, look, my father, bless his beautiful heart, listens to MSNBC all day long. Oh, I couldn't do it. All day long, like 10 feet from him. And, and while he can focus and while he does focus his attention on his work and what he's doing, his body is absolutely picking up on the sounds and the frequencies. And he's, he's going through his third bout of cancer. But there's a and connection. You know, that does not surprise me. And you know what I wanted to ask you about, Craig? And I've been scribbling notes like crazy. Well, you, you spoke a bit about inflammation and we can hear with our eyes and with our skin, but that led me to write down dementia, Alzheimer's. What's going on there? Can yeah, what you're talking about be helpful there? So not my expertise. I'm not a doctor. Um, these are absolutely, um, these are FDA recognized disease states and, and not really my world to talk about um, the symptoms or the causes of, of those diseases in particular, or really any for that matter. That needs to be left to you a medical should. professional. Um, mm-hmm. What I can tell you is that all roads lead to now. And everything that we have exposed this body to, I'm 44, I just turned 44 last Friday, a week ago, 44 Happy years birthday. walking this earth. Thank you very much. 44 years walking this earth. I have exposed this body and this nervous system to a lot. I have trained this nervous system on many different sounds, frequencies, and experiences. And it all leads to now the efficiency 
in which my body performs. Look, when you're in fight or flight, in addition to the four things that I talked about, right? Uh, turning off rational thinking, your immune system, digestion, reproduction, it, it messes with your adrenals. Um, in addition, if your body's in fight or flight, it is not in rest and digest. If it's not in rest and digest, it is not cleansing, cleaning, detoxing, clarifying, working through a poth- uh, um, uh, killing off dead cells, uh, a process that is really important. Uh, over the course, I think it's something like every seven years, every single cell in your body dies and reproduces itself, some of them much faster. You're shedding skin cells every single day. Those, those, those dead skin cells are being replaced by the lowest level of your skin. There's seven, I think, seven layers of your skin. And, and your, your body is constantly reproducing layers of skin and pushing out the old. And we are, uh, we are constantly, that's why dry brushing and, and, and exfoliating is so important. If you're not taking care of your body and if you're not keeping your body in rest and digest, more often than not, then your body is not doing the things that it's naturally designed to do to keep itself healthy, to maintain itself. If you're not going to the gym regularly, exercising, working out, sweating, lifting heavy things, um, then your bones are going to get weaker, (laughs) right? So, and there's a disease state associated with that, right? So when it comes to the brain, if you're not exercising the brain, If you're not allowing the brain to cleanse, clean, and clear itself, uh, there's a lot of research on amyloid plaque and and how that builds up in the brain and and giving your brain the ability to cleanse, clear, and clean that. If you're stressed and anxious, your body is not going through its normal detox protocols. This is is why six of the top ten reasons why Americans pass is, is rooted in stress and anxiety. Because you're, it's, like, it's like using your car all year long and just keeping it running all day long. Uh, you're going to have issues with that engine if you don't give it an opportunity to rest. And so many Americans aren't getting good sleep at night. So many Americans are wearing that, that badge and pride of, of busyness and only giving themselves three to four hours of sleep every night. That's not healthy. I don't care who you're talking to that's telling you that you can get by by with four and a half hours of sleep every night. You cannot. Your brain needs to move in and out of these different brainwave states. It needs to cleanse and clear itself. It needs to go through these detox protocols. And so many different disease states are predicated on your body's inability to detoxify. And, and I started by talking about how toxic this world is that we live in. Think about all the things you put in your mouth. You don't know all the different chemicals that you're putting that are on your food. The FDA does not require food manufacturers to tell you everything that's on your food. <laughs> the herbicides, pesticides, and insecticides are not listed on the food label. There is no food label on an apple. It's just an apple. But it's not just an apple if it wasn't grown on a tree in your backyard. It's got wax on it. It could potentially have different, obviously, insecticides, pesticides, and, and herbicides. And those residues are, are on the food when it reaches the supermarket. It's on the food when it reaches your household. And most of the time, it's on the food when it reaches your lips. And your body is ingesting maybe small amounts. But if you have an apple a day to keep the doctor away, like we've been taught since I was a kid, 
how much of that insecticide, pesticide, and herbicide is in your body. And can your body remove it? Well, if you're giving your body rest and digest and an opportunity, maybe it can. But if you're stressed and anxious all the time, you're probably not running your detox pathways as effectively as you can. And that's going to lead to issues down the road. And if you do that for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years, it could lead to different disease states. And it could lead to different inefficiencies in your body. So this is why it's so important for us to find that relaxation, for us to find that calm and relaxed and to give our time, give ourselves time. Look, earthing and grounding, something free you can do right now. Take off your shoes and go stand on the grass or the dirt outside your house. I do that every single day. Sometimes multiple times a day. I have big giant pecan trees in my backyard and I will kick off my shoes at the edge of the patio, walk out as far as I can it's deep south. There's all kinds of stuff in the grass. Some of it yeah, there is. <laughs> yes, yeah, there is. Careful. Look, here in Vegas, too. Grass is hard yeah. and, and prickly, um, but yeah. I do it. Look, here's some more stuff that's it. free. Go outside and get some sunshine on your eyes, particularly the first 45 minutes of the day. The first 45 minutes of the sun coming up, uh, there's no UVA, UVB rays. Um, the sun is very rejuvenative, very restorative, um, and there's very little that can damage you. And then go out and get fresh sunlight in the middle of the day, between 10 and 2, that's when the body produces vitamin D. Most people don't realize this. Most doctors will tell you not to expose yourself to the sun between 10 and 2 when the sun is the highest. Unfortunately, if the sun isn't the highest in the sky, it's not strong enough to trigger vitamin D production in the body. And most people don't know that. So uh, not long sun exposure between 10 and 2, 5, 10 minutes. Take your shirt off. Expose as much of your skin to the, to the sun as you can for five minutes and then go back inside. And that will trigger vitamin D production in the body for 72 hours after the, the exposure. I did not know that. No, I do. What, you know, you're talking about first thing in the morning. I live in the deep South. We have two seasons, hot and hotter in hell. And yesterday <sighs> was the I'm in Vegas. I get it. <laughs> well, but we have the humid season. And today, yesterday was the opening season of hurricane season. But I go out every morning unless it's just pouring down rain and I'm out there with my dog and the sun is coming over the front of the house and it's going to eventually wind up where I'm sitting. And I stay out there as long as I can with my notepad, with sunglasses, what, whatever it's going to take. And I stay out there and I breathe and I think and I plot and I plan. Mostly I just try to, you know, do my, not meditations, but gratitude. You know, I do a that lot is of a meditation. That, Prayer is a form is. of meditation. It, yes, absolutely it is. is a form of meditation. Yeah, I don't start my day until I've got that morning time outside. I have a covered porch. If I have to, I stay under the covered porch. I may not get sun, yeah. but I can see it bouncing off the trees. So no, I'm but you are, because you, your body is being exposed to that morning sunlight. It's being ah. exposed to that blue spectrum. So even if you don't have direct sunlight on you, look, I've got... Uh, um, I'm very blessed. I have, a, I have a couple different RVs. I have an older model that, I've, that I lived in for a long time and, and traveled the country in. And, and my wife and I just invested in a new fifth wheel. And I put 1,000 watts of solar on the roof and a bunch of batteries and an inverter, the whole other conversation nonetheless. But even on a cloudy day, even when it's not in direct sunlight and I'm parked underneath a tree, those solar panels are still producing power. Not as much as if it had direct sunlight, but... I'm always producing 25, 30 watts of, of energy, even on the darkest day. 
in the in the deepest shade. That's, your body, much like that solar panel, is absolutely right. pulling in that light energy. Absolutely. So here are some free things that you can do. Wake up in the morning and get that morning sun exposure. Go outside and take 10 minutes just to stand in the sunlight and expose your eyes and your body to that sunlight directly if you can, indirectly if that's fine. Breathe. <laughs> I try. I, I breathe every day. <laughs> breath work is great. <laughs> Breathing is a nice second. Okay, just breathe. Deep breaths. Hold. Exhale. There's your breath work. That's it. Four count in, four count hold, four count out, four count hold. There's your breath work. Sun exposure, exercise, drink clean water, not out of the tap. I don't care where you live, not out of the tap. Unless you've got a well and you've tested the water and you know it's clean. Um, most of us cannot drink or have access to clean water without it being filtered, not bottled water. It's a close second to filtered water or a spring, a healthy spring that you've tested. Uh, findaspring.com is a great resource. Um, clean organic food, some type of meditative practice. That could be yoga. That could be stretching. It could be a light workout, push-ups, sit-ups, crunches. Um, exercise doesn't have to be anything more than a brisk walk for 30 minutes a day just to get your heart rate up. Not sit at a desk, not be inside, preferably a workout outside. Um, and, uh, and, and some time with family or loved ones. Connection. We crave it. We are social beings. We need to connect with other humans. That can be in a coffee shop. Uh, even better if it's a loved one that you can touch uh, with skin-on-skin contact um, throughout the day for 20 seconds or more. Hug people. For, give, them a, give them a good hug. <laughs> it takes about 20 seconds for the oxytocin to be released from uh, from your body, which is the, the feel good connection, uh, hormone and, uh, really important. Yeah. I feel like we can go for another hour. Easy. We're, we're going to the next time you come on. I like what you're saying about hugging. I was born and raised in California, but I've been in Southwest Louisiana pretty much most of my life. I'm not a hugger by nature, but boy, I had to learn to be because you cannot get out of a Walmart parking lot without somebody wanting to hug you. It's just oh, I love that. Is. I love the South. <laughs> I told you, I spent time in Torbert. Um, my, my last RV, um, we had the roof redone because we had a leak and, um, and, and the work was done in Torbert. And since I was like, you can come stay on my land and I'll do the work. And we want to spend five, eight days down there. It's just beautiful country with amazing human beings. I love the South. It's, it is. I mean, it really is wonderful here. The food is great. We're going to talk about food the next time you're here as well. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. inflammation, things that you can and you shouldn't eat. Listen, I will always help. I eat a lot of fresh food, fresh seafood. When I say I'm going shrimping, I'm going to the Rouses in the next town because they bring it in from the Gulf. It's 10 miles away oh. through Gulf. And, you know, I eat a lot of fresh, fresh foods. Yeah. And I almost yeah. never wander into the other half of the store, which is where the fluorescent lights are. It's, you know, vinyl tiles on the floor. The wood floor gave way to, you know, the commercial stuff. And I'll tell people, don't go over there. You might as well just lick the box or lick the can because there's no nutrition in that no. crap that no. you're about to put in your body. None. If it came from a box, if, if like your food is coming from a box or a can, eat less of it. If it came from yeah. the earth, eat more of it, right? Like something you don't have to unbox, like an apple versus even bread. Like bread is processed. Chips are processed. Tortilla chips, processed. 
so yeah, eat eat the food that comes from the earth. If you can pick it off of a tree or a bush, <laughs> or you can pull it out of the ground like a carrot or a potato, uh, eat that whole food. It, look, it's not even about plant based. I was I was 100% vegan for three years. Um, the quality of your meat is the important part. Uh, humans have been consuming meat for thousands of years since the, for millennia. Uh, meat is not killing um, uh, humans. Uh, the processing of that meat through manufactured processes is what's killing. It's the antibiotics. It's the stimulants. It's the quality of life. It's eat grass-fed, pasture-finished meat uh, if you're going to eat meat. Make sure it's organic. Make sure it's pasture-raised, pasture-finished. Make sure it's the highest quality meat you can find and invest in that. And that, if that means you're going to eat meat once a week instead of every day, you're going to be healthier for it. And I know that that's difficult because many of us, especially in the standard American diet, grow up having meat at every single meal. In the morning, it's breakfast, bacon, and sausage. And unfortunately, the processes to make that food today is what's killing us. Um, so I have yeah, no doubt. We, can, we could totally talk about food another time. That's yeah. a big passion of mine. Well, you and me both. I mean, I love to cook, and I'm a good cook, and I live in Cajun country, so oh my God, mm. the cooks around me are just, you just want to canonize them and say, you know, you're a saint. Thank you for teaching me that. But you have to be careful how much of it you eat because it's yeah. way too easy down here to overeat. I found that out quickly, and I just went, okay. That's got to slow it down, but oh my God, the food is good. But I do try to keep it as fresh as I can. You can't always, but and you said something very important, and we'll talk about this next time you're on. You said you use the word invest. People say, oh, you know, I don't want to eat organic, or I can't afford grass-fed beef. I can't invest in yourself or die. Is what I think. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's it's just that simple. Look, it's very easy for us to get caught. Again, human beings, we are social creatures. We depend on our relationships to other people to survive. Different than any other, not just about any other, but, but many of the other mammals on the planet um, can survive on their own. Uh, think of wolves in a wolf pack. Without the pack, they'll die. Humans are the same way. It's one of the reasons why social norms play such a big part on our decision-making because hundreds of or thousands of years ago, if you were ostracized from your community, if you did something to violate the tribe or the, the rules of, of, of your community and you were ostracized, it was a death sentence because you didn't have the protection of the tribe. You didn't have the food gathering and forging that the women were doing. You didn't have the child rearing. Uh, you didn't have the men going out to hunt. You didn't have access to the shared resources that we co-create. It's, it's one of the things that's most important to us, and it's a survival mechanism. So we depend a lot on how other people view us. And obviously, it's not quite as dependent today. We have supermarkets. We have government that looks out for us, and we can. that's a whole other conversation. But nonetheless, we have all of these shared resources that co we've co-created together, school systems, and that don't rely on your personal relationships, but instead rely on you participating in a bigger system. And we are still very much driven on what other people think. And we need to shed that. 
we need to do things for ourselves. We need to take care of ourselves. Put your own mask on before you put on the mask of right, the, the flight, the air, airplane analogy. If your cup isn't overflowing because you haven't given yourself the self-care process and practice that you need to give yourself, there's no possible way that you can help other people. Well, and, 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 we are out and, of time. I'm we got to go. I know. We have to go. I sincerely appreciate your company today, and I very definitely want you to come back. So Please. would you mind sharing one more time your online presence and your preferred means of contact, and then I will cut you loose. Absolutely, and I appreciate that. So our website is IamInHarmony.com, I-A-M-I-N-H-A-R-M-O-N-Y. Dot com. I am in harmony.com. The name of our company is in harmony interactive and in harmony media is a record label. that makes the music we produce. We're on all major social media platforms. We're on the internet. You can find us on Google, reach out anytime. Our phone number is at the bottom of our website as is our address and an email address for you to contact us. We monitor that every day. Call me day or night, weekday, weekend, call me anytime. I'd love to connect and talk and thank you, Denise, for this opportunity to share with your audience, to connect and to be present with you on this beautiful Friday morning. My pleasure. And the next time we talk, I definitely want to delve into frequencies. I've got two pages of notes here. I'm ready. Like, I'll come back next Friday. Let's go. I'm in. You you tell me when and where, and I'll be there. I'm grateful. It'll have to be September. I'm booked all the way through August, which is not unusual. I am. I know. I love it. It's not me. I say this all the time. It's my guest. So anyway, to our audience, as we wrap up today's episode, I kindly ask for your valuable feedback. And if you found our insights helpful and enjoyed the show, and I know you did, I did, I've got, you ought to see my notes. I'm going to have to decipher what I was writing. Leave us a, a review and a rating on iTunes. And thank you so much for being here and tuning in. We will see you next week. Craig, thank you again. Really appreciate you being here. You're so welcome. Thank you, Denise. Have a great day. You too. Mm -hmm. Get your voice heard. If you would like to launch your own far-reaching podcast, contact Denise Griffiths at yourofficeontheweb.com and go to the podcast tab. 